Ridiculous. Welcome to Ridiculous, an extensive look into the world of Harry Potter. I'm Samantha. And I'm Robin, and we're digging deeper into a world we love to learn more about the wizarding world. Hey, everybody. So, uh, here's a quick disclaimer. There it is. There it is. There's the grumpy baby. And then she made her own disclaimer. <laughs> she did. She, um, she got a little attitude today, so we're going to try and keep her as calm as possible. But nobody's home. And, uh, oh, she's okay. So, yeah. We can talk about, we can talk above her. Yeah. She'll so, calm down eventually. We're talking about the sacred 28 today, so we're going to do the first... Uh, we're going to talk about how the Sacred 28 came to be, and then we're going to talk about the first 14 families and discuss those. Um, do you want me to, since you're handling... Fussy butt? Yeah. All right. So, in the 1930s, or it might have been even the 40s, an anonymous publication concerned with preserving the purity of bloodlines within the magical population was compiled, giving a compendium. I said that word correctly and she overshot me. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Sorry. Okay. Giving a compendium of the true of the truly pure blood families. The sacred twenty-eight would be embraced by Voldemort, despite being a half-blood himself, and sneered at by wizards who recognized that the wizarding world would have died out if their ancestors hadn't married muggles. But who are these families that Salazar Slytherin, who started this whole beastly business, deemed pure? And what do we know of their descendants, many of them encountered by Harry? So, and it's in alphabetical order. So, so before we go into that, can okay. we just talk about this whole pure blood? connection back to the real world sort of thing like we can kind of see that as the connection to world war two um, and oh i don't know hitler hitler yep and the white supremacy yep you know this is something that absolutely irritates the ever loving snot out of me mm -hmm. First of all, if you are, and I, I don't want people to get angry, but but I may piss people off. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Okay. If you are a true Christian mm -hmm. and you uh, are saved by Christ and you are looking at a picture of a white Christ, you're looking at the wrong thing. Because Christ went at one white. Because mm -hmm. Jewish people come out of Egypt. Right. Well, and yeah. come out of Africa. Mm -hmm. That is the continent that Israel is on. It ain't on America. Right. It's not on England. It's not up where the white people are. So when you're looking at a white Christ... But that it goes so. But this is where. So when you're talking about when you're talking about the white supremacists and purity of blood and all this crap. First and foremost, that's not even what God created. So okay, so this is where I get very. I am a religious person. I go to church every Sunday. However, this is where I will tell you I don't believe that the Bible is the be-all and all. No, it, the Bible is instructions. And you are to read the Bible and then God, as in the Holy Spirit, will give you your truth from what you read. Right. I, I believe that it is It is a... But didn't it nowhere in the Bible say, Jesus Christ is white and that's what you well, gotta be? But and it is, never said that. But this is what I'm saying, though. It's, our Bible has been changed. Correct. By man. By, by, by man. And that's exactly the same reason that we have white Jesus or whatever race he is. The Bible as that was written by Matthew, Mark, Peter, Paul, all of them, is not the same Bible that we have today because it's been changed. 
That's why well, we have new King James. New, new uh, There's a lot New of International. Them. There we go. Oh, yeah. That's why we have different versions of it. Right. And that is why I will never tell you that what is in the Bible is word of, is, it's, I believe that it's a story and that it is a, it is a way that we should live our lives. But when somebody is like, well, I live my life to the, the letter of the Bible and the Bible says that this is wrong and this is wrong. And I'm like, then you're not living your and, life the way that God wanted you to live right. your life. Right. And you also have to take the, the New Testament and Old Testament are broken up for one, a reason. Yes. The Old Testament, there were rules and regulations placed by God for His people. Yes. His people. His people. The Jewish people. Mm-hmm. And then Jesus came along and Jesus said, okay, well, we're going to not break those rules, but we're going to kind of make those rules not really have to be followed by the letter of the law because I'm going to take the place of the law. And I'm here for the Jewish people. And then this one little lady said to Jesus, said, well, aren't the dogs of the master um, even allowed to have the crumbs? And Jesus said, huh, God taught me something right there. She wasn't listening. If you read that story, Jesus was like, I'm here for the Jewish people. And this little lady said, well, can't you be here for me too? Right. And Jesus said, oh, yeah, shh. I can be. Yeah. So even Jesus learned something in the Bible. And then he realized, oh, maybe I'm not just here for the Jewish people. Maybe I'm here for everybody. everybody. Yep. And God said, ding, 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 ding. Yep. But even after Jesus died for everybody, he even broke up Peter and Paul and yep. said, okay, Peter, you're going to be my, you're going to be my church for, for God's people. And Paul, you're going to be the church for the Gentiles. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to cover all you people. Mm-hmm. He didn't yep. say, well, that person over there is black. They need to get out the way. He didn't say, that person over there is blue. You need to get out the way. Yeah. You see all them white people in the back? Cut them loose. Mm-hmm. He never said that. And that's why I I think Christian Christianity has been too... Stringent. Waspy. That's gonna take. Yeah, it's gotten to be too waspy. So, that's just my two cents. But we're having some uh, technical difficulties. <laughs> my outlets don't like to hold Robin's computer okay. charger. <laughs> I got it fixed. <laughs> so if you get mad and you need to vent, that's fine. Yeah. Be nice about it. Yeah, religion is one of those <coughs> things where you. I believe, I, I grew up in a household that you don't talk about religion and politics. However, I will raise my daughter with the understanding that you can talk about religion and politics as long as you do it respectfully. We had a, um, we just finished up a Bible study mm-hmm. and we were talking about that and I don't consider myself a Christian. Mm-hmm. I consider myself a disciple of Christ. Okay. Um, Christians have too many stringent rules yeah and too many separate sects that they all can't you know yeah. and <laughs> so i have to tell you a story continue they, with that they can't ever even the jewish people they all can they all have one religion so to speak right that they all follow. But yes. Christians, there's 500 million different sects. Exactly. Well, so um, I would rather consider myself a disciple of Christ mm-hmm. and love as Christ loved. And if you don't like me, that is your own business. Right. But I'm going to love you. Yeah. Because that's what Christ told me to do. Now, if you don't like me because of my hair color or because I'm pudgy and heavy or because I'm married to a woman, that's your own business. Well, but I know who reason. loved me, and I know when I kicked the bucket because I almost did it one time, and God gave me a second chance. I knew where I was going then, and I know where I'm going now, and that's all that matters to me. Yep. Okay, sorry, I had got on. I got on my soapbox. Sorry. So I'm gonna tell you this story that our our preacher told last Sunday. So he's, I don't. We were talking about uh, the the sermon was over the uh, the parables. Yeah. And um, basically, this is the one about Lazarus. Um, yeah. So, I guess he said that his wife went and got her nails done, and she was, like, sharing the word of God with the lady uh, who was doing her nails. 
And the lady's like, well, I've been three different religions. I've been Christian. Christian, maybe. Well, he the the pastor goes. Well, I'm thinking Buddhist, and and she, the his wife said she said she was Christian Baptist, and I think she said I think the other one was Catholic, and <laughs> and we're like the congregation is laughing because you know we know the, those are all Christian religions. Correct. And so that's what you were saying with the yeah. different sects, which is why I much prefer to be in a non-denominational church. Well, I have so. been uh, baptized a Lutheran, mm-hmm. uh, baptized a Methodist, I believe, mm-hmm. confirmed a Methodist, um, married an Episcopalian in a Methodist church by a Moravian minister. And my dad said, well, you're covering all the bases. Uh-huh. You and, are. Oh, and I've been baptized a Baptist. I actually was dumped. But, uh, and that didn't help me because I got divorced. <laughs> Uh, and now I found my always and which I met her a couple weeks ago and uh, both her and I are on the same page when it comes to you know it's Jesus Christ and it's living by his rules that he had right God is number one Mm -hmm. love your neighbor as you love yourself and treat everybody like they're normal human beings yeah don't be mean yeah I think there's more to that, but I forgot what they were. But <laughs> Follow the Ten Commandments. People just do it. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, uh, I don't really care what, you know, whether you're like, well, you know, I'm a homegrown Baptist or backwards yeah. Baptist or, you know, New Age Baptist or... You know, the Baptists have different sects within them, and then the Methodists do too, and then the Episcopalians, and you know, who cares? I mean, you know, if you believe in Jesus Christ and you're following those rules, we good to go. And you know, I'll take it even a step further, and I don't even care if you believe in Jesus. If you, you believe what you want to believe. If you're a Buddhist and you worship a god with six heads, then okay. That's, yeah, I don't care about that. Yeah, I mean, that, that works for you. Do. So, tying this all back into Potter, it, it kind of relates and the fact that like there's purity purity issues in in our world today like you know we see it in politics like we're trying to drag religion into politics and not pure and all sorts of things like that and um so it just it's a good little it's a good way to tie it back into yeah um our world to potter oh definitely so yeah yeah um Okay, so the first family, it's in alphabetical order, so we're going to go alphabetically, is Abbott. Uh, a grave belonging to an unknown abbot was found by Harry in Godric's Hollow. Hollow. Hannah Abbott was uh, the first of her year to be sorted, and Hannah herself fought bravely during the Battle of Hogwarts, which I thought was funny because I like how the books did all the kids alphabetically. Yep. And it irritates me that they do it they don't even do it alphabetically. I mean, they don't, they don't do everybody, obviously, in the movie, but they don't even do it alphabetically. Yeah. It's weird. It's it like, what weird. are you doing? They start with Hermione, don't they, in the movies? I think so. Yeah. I think so. It's weird. It is weird. So, a little bit more on the Abbott family. As Robin reads these, I'm going to go into their um, profile in the um, okay. wiki. So, um... They are one in Sacred 28. They were a, a pure-blood family up until, like, the 1930s. Um, but recent generations of the Abbots have married um, muggles or muggle-borns. So they're a half-blood family now. Hannah Abbott, Hannah Abbott herself is a half-blood. Oh, and okay. uh, the family traditionally resides in Godric's Hollow. This says they're related to the Longbottom family. Oh, okay. So that would be interesting to see where that connection is. Where, who does Neville marry? See, marry Hannah. He marries Hannah because she's <laughs> the um, she's the manager at uh, the, Le- the Leaky, Leaky Cauldron. Cauldron. Is it the Leaky Cauldron or is it the one that Madame Rosemary? No, no, I think it's the Leaky Cauldron. I think so. I Hold on, think me, I am not positive. I'll go into her real quick and see. All right, while you're that. looking that up, I'm going to do Avery. Okay. So Avery, which is mentioned by surname only in the Potter books. And Avery had just stepped out of the room at the Slug Club party where Tom Riddle 
asked Professor Slughorn about the Horcruxes. A Death Eater named Avery was also part of the ambush at the Department of Ministries. He was believed to have wormed his way out of trouble following Voldemort's first defeat by claiming to have been acting under the Imperious Curse. That's the, that's the Avery pure blood. Did you find it? Yeah. So, I love the wiki. So, Hannah was born between September 1st, 1979 and August 31st, 1980. She's a half-blood. She's British or Irish. She was a prefect. She marries Neville. Um, she... Let me just skip ahead. She was a landlady of the Leaky Cauldron. You are correct. Okay. But, she was also a healer. Oh, okay. Yes. However, I found that it says her boggart was Lord Voldemort. Interesting. Isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, ha- so I have a... This has nothing to do with the Sacred 28, but that just popped <laughs> into my head when you said that she was either Irish or... British. British. But so, isn't it the same thing? So, huh? Wouldn't that be the same thing? No. Oh. Ireland is a oh, whole... Oh, English. English. Sorry. Everybody. Ireland is a whole other land mass uh, island. No, I... Well, I was confusing British and English. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Okay. Uh, okay. So, somebody at the Leaky Con were the girls... Yeah. Just went to the LeakCon. They they had a they just one of their episodes was them at the LeakCon. They were talking about numbers and colors, mm-hmm. and somebody said that McGonagall wears green. To are you knocking the kid out? Or what no. Are you doing? Okay, I'm sorry. The baby just rocked her head into the table. She was. Asleep I don't think she, she really cares because she's still no, asleep. No, she's still sleeping. Sorry, so Randall. So the so they said that McGonagall wears green to. Show her Irish pride. McGonagall is Scottish. <laughs> She's not Irish. The girl said she did that? No, no, no. Somebody said, they were talking about the colors, the mm-hmm. meaning of the colors, and somebody said to the girls on this panel, McGonagall wears green to show her Irish colors. She's not yeah. Irish. And I was listening to the podcast going, She's not Irish. <laughs> She's Scottish. McGonagall, get it right. Do you know she wears a Scottish tartan. Come on. She does. Hello. I know my I know my claim. <sighs> Sorry, I had to get that out because I was in the car screaming at the radio. Yeah, I probably would have done the same thing because I have a lot of Scottish ancestry, which I don't. I'm actually Irish. I'm uh, well. I do have some Irish, but um, I'm actually McPherson clan. Oh, are you? Mm-hmm. We're the Kellys, and I don't really have any information other than it's Kellys. Yeah. yeah. Which I should probably look into that actually. I am toying around with the idea of starting a genealogy podcast just by myself. Just something that'd be fun. I don't yeah. want to, you you have at it. Well, something. Well, no, it it would just be because it's a lot of work, and so it'll just be something that like I want to interview my family and that'd be fun. Randall's family, so that um, someday our kids can have that. Yeah, that'd be awesome. So, yeah. All right, we're on Avery. Were you done? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. Um, Ow. Its members have traditionally attended Hogwarts, and recent members have been Death Eaters. Two members of different ages are mentioned, but their first names are never known. So, one was a friend of Tom Riddle, which we called Avery Sr., and the other was a friend of Severus Snape, Avery Jr. So, we have um, the etymology. Avery is a surname of ambiguous origin. Some scholars believe that the name is derived from Evry, E-V-E-R-Y, which is the name of a country in Normandy, or, that's French, Evreux, a noble family that ruled Navarra from 1328 to 1441. I was going to name my child Avery. Were you? Mm-hmm. I like it. I love, I have um, a child, so I didn't get to name them that. Uh, there's like a couple names I grouped together. Avery is one of them, and I Avery and Audrey for some reason. But I love Audrey. I have a, a friend. Her um her one of her children's name is Aubrey. I love it. Yeah, Aubrey's cute. Yeah, yeah. Aubrey's my girl. I held her when she was like ten days old. I held her all day on my Aww. chest. <clears throat> she doesn't like for me to tell that story because she's like. It's I don't like it. Like, why? You slept on my chest all day. What is the problem? 
She's like, I don't know. Okay, so Black, obviously, Sirius. Who is Harry's godfather, uh, was the first of the Black family not to gain admittance into Slytherin. Because he's epic. That's right. He later gave his family's London house over as headquarters to the Order of the Phoenix, much to the chagrin of the spirits of his ancestors who haunted it. Uh, his br- Mrs. Black screeching her head off. His brother was Regulus Black, a Death Eater who switched sides and tried to destroy uh, Horcrux. And among Sirius's many cousins were Bellatrix Lestrange, right, yeah. and Narcissa Malfoy. The Black plant, uh, the Black family motto is "Toujours pure," or "Always pure." And any family member who was a squib or who married someone considered beneath their standard was disowned and blasted off the family tree tapestry. So, the noble and most ancient house, house of black. black. Yep. yep. Um, like you said, they're distantly related to the Malfoy and the Strange families through marriage. Um, Tonks is a member of the Black family. Mm-hmm. Nymphador, or, um, Andromeda uh, was a Black what? I just think that's funny because you were like Tonks and then you were like Nymphadora and I can just see her face going full of your full of when you're full of a full of a mother names you Nymphadora. Uh-huh. I just whenever I hear that that's I hear her in the, saying that. I love Tonks. If we can just you know take a moment to like tell everybody my favorite character it's Tonks. Tonks. I love her. I need a series about Tonks. Yeah. So, that would be fun. Yeah. She's epic. Um, so the Black family home is 12 Grimwald Place. There's an intricate tapestry um, on the wall. It's a mural. And it goes, it starts in the Middle Ages and shows the dominant line of the family up to the present day. Which, by the way, when you go to, um, when we go to, let me rephrase that. We go to um, Universal and Harry Potter World. Mm-hmm. They really should allow you to go into, like, if you could go into 12, because you can, you know, you can go up the steps and, you know, there's the door. Mm -hmm. But if you could go into 12 and see that tapestry, that would be awesome. I would love that. That would be so cool. cool. Now, that tapestry may be so, we didn't explore everywhere. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and I'm so excited now to have someone to ride the rides with me. Because my wife said she would not ride the rides. But then Sam said, I'll ride the rides and Amy can watch the baby. Sweet. I'm all, I'm a ride person. I love, uh, I'm an adrenaline junkie. I love it. But, uh, all right. So the House of Black was extinct, ending with the deaths of Sirius and Regulus, neither of whom had children. That's so sad. However, the female line does continue through the Malfoys and the Lupins and Bellatrix. Delphi. Whatever. Here we go. <laughs> okay. Opened a can of worms. Whatever. Does she? Oh, okay. Because she's Bellatrix's kid. Yeah, All right. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. I'm just not buying that. I give you everything, cursed child. I give you everything but that. I give I think, you everything but that. I think he need did to go not. See I don't care. He did not have intercourse with her. He didn't care about that. Regardless of well, that's how he could keep keep his line strong. He thought he yeah. was invincible. He didn't think he was gonna die. Why would he try to have a kid? He didn't care. That's just me personally. That's my head can. I think that's where I'm at. Well, let's let's table that, and we can read Curse Child again. Or I can read Curse Child again. Okay. It's been a minute, and we'll go back and sure we'll attack Curse that. Child. Fine. Yeah, we can do okay. that. I don't want to attack Curse Child. I like it. I, I think it's well, interesting. And I think everything works except for. When I say attack, I mean just like dig into it because I okay. love Cursed Child. Okay. I, I love it. So, okay. And I Absolutely. really want to go see it. Okay. So. Um, that's a trip to New York. I know. Hello. I'm all for it. We got to go to Disney World first. We have to go to Disney World and we have to go to Harry Potter World first. I think. And they may bring it to Deepak. You never know. So here's here's my theory. We need to like make a list of trips we need to take. So I'm thinking Universal, then LeakyCon. I kind of think 
We, we need, need to go to, to the world of Kent. We do need to do the we world We do need Kent. to do that, yeah. Yeah. But not next year. Next year we need we, to go to Leaky listen, Pond. We, listen, we got to... Girl, I got to save up some money before we'd be too. doing that. So, just you need to hold on before. Well, um, the girls aren't going to be at... Uh, was it, was it, was it, was I know. That's, I was like, ooh, yeah. that gives us two years. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I kind of... I can't remember... <laughs> my brain... I can't remember if it's the cursed child or Hamilton. One of them's in Charlotte, and I'm pretty sure it's Hamilton. Oh, it's not the cursed child. Yeah, so it's Hamilton. They're they're only in they're only in London, New York, and San, San Francisco. Francisco. Yeah. So I want to go see Hamilton though. I got no desire. I really don't. I'm sorry. Miranda. I just I got no desire. Okay, He's moving like, on. Hmm. I don't know, moving on. Okay, Bulstrode. I just love that name. It's so weird, Bulstrode. Where did you come up with that name? That's so uh, yeah. just. It, you know what it sounds like? Bubo Tuber Pus Bulstrode. I like Bubo Tuber. Isn't that funny? But no, I'm just saying. Oh no, I'm not. I'm, I'm just saying. Like you, you say Bubo Tubo, Bubo Tuber Pus, and that's where like Bulstrode kind of sounds like kind of comes out of your mouth like that. I just kind of like bleh. again, farm kid. Like the bull strolled. It was the bull strolling there. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. Maybe that's what that is. The bull strode. I don't know. Okay, so it's a particularly unpleasant Slytherin, an early consort of Draco Malfoy. Millicent. 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 Say it. Millicent. Millicent. Had a number of skirmishes with Hermione. The latter had a mishap with some polyjuice potion and one of Millicent's cat hairs. That's all the information that I could find on that. So, they are... um, I lost where I was reading. There it is. I'm sorry. (laughs) Alright. So, they were originally part of the Secret 28. However, um, more recent members of the family, such as Millicent are half-bloods, suggesting... Really? Yes. Suggesting that one or more, one or multiple members of the Bolstrode family had muggle or muggle-born spouses, parents, or grandparents. They are distantly related to the Blacks, the Flints, the Crabs, and the Potters. Um, so, here's how they're related to the Potters. Violetta Black, me Bolstrode, wife of Cygnus Black II, the mother of Doria Potter, Need Black. Okay, well, there you go. Yeah. Okay, so Burke. Caractacus Burke. Like Dr. Burke? Dr. Burke? Grey's Anatomy. Who's Dr. Burke? Do you watch Grey's Anatomy? I do. Preston? Christina's first. Nah, I, didn't watch, I, I didn't watch them early <gasps> ones. It's alright. It's okay. I caught up. I'm up to date now. Whatever. Go watch was, he, was he the black guy? The real yeah. tall black guy? Yeah. He seemed pompous to me anyway. He so was. I'm good with that. He was a good character though. I like that. Uh, um, so Caractacus Burke, one of the founders of the sinister wizarding shop, Morgan and Burks, was seen by Harry in the pensive buying Salazar Slytherin's locket from Voldemort's mother when she was left destitute pregnant. Which, you know, it's funny because they make him sound like he's this horrid, gravelly, nasty man. But when uh, Jim Dale is doing his doing his voice, mm-hmm. he sounds like a sweet little old man. Yeah. The way yeah. that the way that Jim Dale does it. Because Jim Dale... He rocks. Jim Dale could make you love Voldemort with that voice. I don't know about that. Alright, well, he could make you love Peter. (coughs) Make you accept Peter. Yeah, that's true. I think... I I, I love Jim Dale. Like, I love Jim Dale. Like, you even know, like, it goes J.K. Rowling, Jim Dale. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not even interested in the whole... The other guy. What other guy? The guy that does the UK version. What other guy? <laughs> Let's go with that. <laughs> All right. Anything on Burke other than? Yes. So, um, 
they're still a pure blood family. They're related to the black family and the plant family, possibly the Malfoy family. And they are co-owners of Wardenburg, like you said. Um, so I'm not gonna go into the family members because none of them really are anybody we know other than Caractacusburg. And actually um, It looks like cactus. That's it how does. that's how tired I am. Um actually let me let me back this up. So Belvina Burke was Belvina Black, who is the only daughter of Phineas Nigellus Black and Ursula Flint. Ursula? I actually okay, here is a fun fact. Here is a fun Ursula Disney mm-hmm. Ursula what? Huh? What's her name? Ursula what? The Sea Witch? No, that you just read. Ursula oh. what? <laughs> Flint. Flint. Here's a fun Disney Ursula Flint, Ursula Sea Witch fun fact. Okay. One of my ancestors that came over from England, Ursula Bricky. Boom. Nice. I was like, That's pretty awesome. my dad was showing us what he had done, and I said, Ursula? He goes, yeah. And I went, I'm related to an Ursula? <laughs> and he goes, yeah. why? why are you saying like that? That is the sea witch from Little Mermaid. That's awesome. Boom. So you know when she's casting the spell, Aruga, Zabuga. Oh my God. I totally, I totally sang that out loud. I do too. I, 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 I quoted it word for word as they were quoting it, by yep. the way. I did the same thing. I, I had put Little Mermaid... Disney Plus tangent again. We're not even sorry. So, no, we're um, not. I had put The Little Mermaid on and I was walking around doing uh, like housework. Yeah. And I could still hear the TV and I'm like, I can quote it like I quote Harry Potter and I don't yeah. even need to see it like to know what's going on. I had at one time kept count of how many times I had seen it and I had reached up into the thousands. Now, I don't know where I'm at now. Good Lord, woman. I used to would play it rewind on VHS. I, I have to, owned yeah. it on VHS. I have yeah. owned it on CD. I have owned, I mean DVD. DVD. I have owned it on Blu-ray, mm-hmm. and now I own it on uh, Apple Plus Movies, Same. and now Disney Plus. And by the way, I still own the original VHS. Me too. And my sister-in-law said, "Give that to me for the child." I said, I love the child, but she ain't getting my VHS. This is... No. This goes in a glass case. (laughs) This is going with me when I go. uh, I will go buy her one, but you ain't getting my... And my VHS is the original with the, you know, castle area. Castle area. You know where they said it was like a penis. No, you're going to have to tell me this at the end, because I have no idea what you're talking about. What? Okay, it's fine. (laughs) Those of you that know what I'm talking about, with the castle and the original VHS, you know what I'm talking about. I have that one. I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, so we're done with Burke. Yeah. He's good. Okay, so now we're going to go to the Caros, which is Amicus and Electo Caro. Who names their kid Electo and Amicus? That is weird. I actually like Amicus. That's pretty good, but Electo, (laughs) really? Come on. We're brother and sister. They were... A Death Eater double act recruited to instill some discipline at Hogwarts. My problem is I can't tell you which one's the girl and which one's the boy. <laughs> Electo is the sister. Okay. Okay. So, the, were you done? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's it. That's all I can find. Okay. So, uh, in the 19... So, the Carols have always been bad seeds. So in the 1920s, a witch from the Carroll family served as an acolyte of Jalette Grindelwald. So... How do you find all this stuff and I can't find it? It's on the wiki. You were on the lexicon, weren't you? Probably. Yeah. But I thought I went on to... Never mind. (laughs) So, and then, uh, Electo once viciously slashed the face of Neville Longbottom. How dare you hurt the most pure character? I know, right? How dare you? So, uh, that was when he asked how much muggle blood she had shed. Uh, outraged by muggle, yeah, outraged by the anti-muggle propaganda she taught as a professor of muggle studies during the 97-98 school year. Uh, that was when Voldemort was in charge of the Ministry of Magic. They would punish the students by using the Cruciatus Curse on the people in detention. 
and um, yeah, that's that. Okay. Oh, go ahead. We're in. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. So the next uh, family is the Crouch family. Bartimius Crouch Junior. <laughs> but that's not who I'm talking about first. I'm talking about Bartimius Crouch Senior. Might have led a very ordered life were it not for his Azkaban, escapee, and Death Eater son, Barty Jr., who killed him and transfigured his body into a bone. Barty used Polyjuice Potion to impersonate Mad-Eye Moody that led Harry into the Tri-Wizard Tournament trap. So here's my question yeah. about that. So he transfigured his body into a bone, mm-hmm. and then he buried it. Mm-hmm. But now... When Barty Jr., well, I guess he didn't die, Mm-mm. right? He had his soul sucked out. But when he eventually dies, because eventually he'll die and his body will give out, will the bone turn back into his father? Or will it stay a bone forever and, like, decompose? Do you because well, cause here, the reason that I ask that is because... Which this is not in the book; it's in the movie. Um, Slughorn tells of Lily gave him a fish, mm-hmm. remember? And um, when she died, the fish, the fish disappeared. Right? I can't remember yeah. the di- So that was her magic. So when she died, her magic died. So Barty Junior's magic was to turn his father's body into a bone so when he dies will that magic die and then the body turns back into or the bone turns back into a body that would make complete sense okay that would make complete sense do you know what Horus Slughorn's Patronus is a walrus does she not say he looked like a walrus Oh yeah, I'm like, where do you get walrus? I'm very confused. But I and I watched Alice in Wonderland on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. You know, when the, no. the walrus and the carpenter. I won't watch it. Why? I'm scared of it. Of Alice in Wonderland, the cartoon. Yeah, Why? Same reason that I'm afraid of. Um, Willy Wonka. Which one? Because. Both of them. Okay. Both of them. Now, the second one, he is weird. But that one's actually more closer to the book than... Charlie and the Chocolate Factory is more closer to the book than Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Nightmares. I'm telling you I will not sleep for weeks. Weeks. And you watched Harry Potter and Voldemort? Yeah, he's scary. Alright. That Chocolate River and Loompa Loompas and Violet... Whatever faces are sucked up in the tube, and I'm like, no, <laughs> you can't do it. You can't. I'm gonna okay. have nightmares tonight. Anything uh, for what? Because I talked about it. Yeah. I'm sorry. Maybe okay. you remember my horrid childhood memories. Okay. Do you have anything on Crouch? Oh, do I? Oh. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> okay. There's like I. I'm gonna have to like do some serious paraphrasing. Okay. So the Crouches are related to the Blacks the Yaxleys, the Longbottoms, and the Weasleys, and other known pureblood families. Um, according to statements made by Dumbledore, the Crouch family is one of the oldest pureblood families in Great Britain. So, the Crouches were a family of high status within the wizarding community because of Bartimius Crouch Sr. He was a high-ranking ministry official. Um, it was widely believed that he would be the Minister of Magic. Uh, the family, like, their fortunes, like, took a turn when Junior became a Death Eater. Um, Senior was the head of the Department of Magical Law Enforcement, and he ended up giving his son a life sentence in Azkaban, but he fulfilled his wife's dying wish, which was to switch her with her imprisoned son with the assistance of Polyjuice Potion. Um... So the, uh, because Junior became a Death Eater... The their Crouch's status like pretty much dropped, and Senior was demoted, and he was then shunned. So the last uh, 
two members of the family were served by Winky until she was fired um, because she was deemed unreliable because she couldn't control Junior. Uh, Junior killed his father in 95 and received the Dementor's kiss as a result. Um, and then the crash family became extinct. So, the etymology. Crouch is a English surname, as well as a verb, meaning to bend down or to stoop low. Does that make sense? Say it one more time. Well, uh, no, no, no. So here. So, to crouch meaning to bend down to stoop low. Right. Senior went from being a very high-ranking official to Junior pulling the family down. Oh, because he's crouched. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, possibly... Right here, basically. I didn't even read this when I made that relation, but... So, it says, possibly referring to Barty Crouch's junior's role as a servant of Lord Voldemort. Furthermore, the River Crouch is a river that flows through the English country of Essex into the North Sea to the location of Azkaban... And Crouch End is an area of London known for having been home of many writers in the fantasy genre. Pretty neat. Mm-hmm. Joe is a genius. She, she. She's remarkable. I just love her. I know. Right? I just love her. I would get. I would love to sit down in a room with her. Yeah. With. I don't do tea, so a cup of coffee. And just say, tell me a story. I'll drink tea if it means I can talk to her. Well, I gotta drink tea. She can drink tea. Well, I gotta do it. I don't care. I'll do whatever I have to do to talk to Joe. (laughs) Okay, so the next family is Folly. No member of this pure blood family are mentioned in the Harry Potter series. Do you have anything on Folly? I do. (gasps) Okay. So, the Folly family... As uh, a pure blood, most of them attended Hogwarts and were sorted into the Hufflepuff house. The Follies were included in the pure blood directory, otherwise known as the Secret 28. Um, they make their appearance in Wizards Unite. Why do you okay. Like that? <laughs> because I don't like it. But the game? No. I mean, it's. I mean, I guess it's technically considered canon, right? I guess. Hold on. Oh, wait. Here, hold on. The Follies are characters in J.K. Rowling's novel, The Casual Vacancy. What? I don't know. I have that. I haven't listened to it, but I have it. I mean, I have it on Audible. I don't have it. Like, I can't read it. I have it on Audible. I just never listened to it. I may have to listen to it now. You should. I'll do... Let's see. Where am I at at Potter? I'm on uh, five. No. Yeah, five. I'm in the middle of five. They actually, the wiki has quite a bit on them. Um, Eustace Folly was a Hufflepuff student at Hogwarts. Hector Folly was the Minister of Magic from 1925 to 1939. Uh, Sullivan Folly, a Hufflepuff student at Hogwarts in the 90s. Brim Folly, Minister of Magic employee in the 2010s. Penelope Folly, Grim Folly's wife who went missing. I'm assuming that Grim Penelope are in um, Wizards Unite. So, I haven't played it lately, so I couldn't tell you. But yeah, that's the Folly family. Ready for the Flint family? Okay, so the Flint family... Um, Slytherin Quidditch camp Captain Marcus was a member of the Flint family who lived up to his sharp, spiky name. Nasty teeth in the movie. <laughs> All right, right? I think his teeth are bigger than his face. All right. Are you done? That's okay. it. So the... I guess I just didn't do enough All right. digging. It's all right. I, I like this, though. Like going back yeah, I do this. too. Yeah, I do too. Um... So the the Flint family is related to the Blacks, the Gert, whoa, the Blacks, the the Burks, Gamp, and Bullstrode families. Uh, Who's Gamp? I'm not sure. 
That's why. Well, I kept trying to combine Gamp and Burke oh. when I was talking, so I don't. I'm not sure. Well, I can click on it and let you know. Um, Josephina Flint was a minister of magic from 1819 to 1827. Marcus Flint was a Slytherin student during the 80s and 90s. And then Ursula Black. And then it says that the line is extinct in the female line. I want to do some more. Possibly extinct Ursula. in the male line. So. And that's all I have on them. As for the Gamp family... Is their pure bloods. They're related to the Black family, more distantly related to the McMillans. The Pruitt family is unknown if the family is extinct or extant or pure blood. Oh, the Gamps are like they're just people that married into other families. Oh, okay. That's why we don't really know a lot about them. Okay. But yes. Alright, so the gaunt... Oh, wait, hold on. One oh, more thing. Okay. Sorry. I just saw it. Flint, uh, the etymology, flint is a type of hard sedimentary, sedimentary rock often used for tools in the Stone Age and to make fire since it produces sparks when struck. Which I don't really know, like, what... I know how to make fire with flint because I watch Survivor. I know how to make fire with a match. And a lighter. You don't have a match or a lighter when you're on Survivor. You're giving flint. I mean, that's all I can tell you. Okay. So, the Gaunt family, quite where Voldemort got his meanness from, is indicated from the portrait rolling, rolling painted of his grandfather, Marvolo Gaunt, and his uncle, Morphin, obsessed with their own pure blood status and with being the only living descendants of Salazar Slytherin, they terrorized Voldemort's mother, Merope, and accused her of being a squib. After a string of attacks on Muggles, the two gaunt men ended up in Azkaban. Leaving Merope alone to enchant local Muggle boy, Tom Riddle, and we all know that didn't end well. Remember that? <laughs> you know? That was good. Yeah, I like it. Okay, so the House of Gaunt was a pureblood family. They had a tendency of marrying their cousins to keep their, their blood pure and to retain their traits of the ancestor, most notably able to speak Parseltongue. Who's that? Who's the ancestor? What? Who's their ancestor? Salazar Slytherin. Yeah, I know. Why are you asking me that question? <laughs> I have a, like, vacant look on my face. Like, I don't even understand why she's asking me that question. I'm totally lost. Uh, what? Uh, the, huh? I mean, I knew. What? I knew, Don't I'm, you know this answer? I do know the answer. <laughs> I was just testing you. Um, I just read it. Salazar Southern. I know, but the wiki didn't say it. it just oh, said, it didn't say it. Yeah, you want me to was, in, in, interject yes, that in there. Okay. Yes. <laughs> um, so they lived outside of Little Hangleton. Um, where did it go? It says they're extinct, extinct in the male line and ex, extant in the female line. The gods? Yeah. So. How are they extinct in the male? Oh, how? No, wait a minute. It's not true, though. Wait a minute. If we go by the cursed child, yes. they wouldn't be extinct in the male line because that's Voldemort. And what's her name? Here's what I'm. Here's what I'm getting at, though. It says, extinct in the male line, extant in the female line. Almost extinct is what extant means. Still in existence. So. Oh, because Merope, Voldemort. Yes. Delphi. She's a female. Whatever. Yes. Yeah. We're good. It's all right. Eh, whatever. Um... Greengrass, Daphne, Daphne, is it Daphne? Daphne. Daphne. Greengrass was a student alongside Harry, Ron, and Hermione, who only made one appearance in the books. I don't even remember. Where? What book? Draco Malfoy went on to marry Astoria Greengrass, a woman who, a woman more tolerant of muggles than her in-laws would have liked. 
Um, well, was she was she Daphne's sister? Yeah, I think so. Oh. So they are related to the Malfoy family through marriage, uh, and more distantly to the Black and the Strange families. That's all I got. Okay, Lestrange. That's how I pronounce it. I say that's why Jim, because that's the way Jim Dale pronounces Lestrange. It does drive me nuts that he says it like that. Because it's more French. I don't like it though. So I know. I don't want. I don't like Delphi. We're getting over that. I I would be interested to see how Joe pronounces it. Uh, Bellatrix. I just love that name. Bellatrix. Bellatrix. And her husband Rodolphus. And that's how you say it, right? Rodolphus. Yeah. um, Were among Voldemort's most loyal followers. Bellatrix was killed in a duel by Molly Weasley. Yes. And Rodolphus. Not my daughter, you bitch. Watch your language. I was just quoting. I understand that. Family, family, family. And Rodolphus was injured during the Battle of Hogwarts. But you you don't even see him. They don't even have somebody playing yeah, him. Yeah, no, they don't. You don't even hear about him other than what they say about him, but you don't really see. Like, when Bellatrix gets out, she's not like, this is my husband, Rodolphus. Right. It's really weird. Yeah, I would agree. Okay. Um, I'm actually in the process of trying to look up the family motto. Because I... Here we go. Um... Two shakes of a lamb tail. Two shakes of a lamb's tail. I'm not getting any coffee. Maybe like six shakes of a lamb's tail. That's a lot of shakes for a lamb's tail. Alright, I, I can I can tell you what it is in Latin, but I can't tell you what it is in English. So, um they're related to the black family, the Malfoy family, Tonks, Lupins, and Rosiers. Bellatrix, like you said, married into it. Uh, they are, oh, Bellatrix Black married into the family only because it was expected of her to make a respectable pureblood marriage. The Lestranges are a very old, wealthy family with a vault at, uh, Gringotts, uh, which is full of treasure. Like the House of Black, many Lestranges practice the dark arts and believe in the notion of blood supremacy. They disdain muggles, muggleborns, blood traitors, and in some cases, half-bloods. Similar to the Gaunts, they are willing to intermarry with their cousins to maintain their purity. Uh, the Lestrange family crest is a raven, with their massive family vault being located in Paris, which we learn in Imaginary Animals and Where They May Lay. Part two. Part two. Or part two. Yeah. Uh, their family motto is Corvus Oculum corvae non erupt. Which means you don't know. <laughs> it means. So it would be I if their main vault is in Paris. Yes. Then it is probably pronounced Lestrange. Probably, but I'm American and I pronounce it Lestrange. Would you? <laughs> don't they par- don't they pronounce it Lestrange in the animals and where they pronounce it Lestrange? Yeah. Um. So, I hate Hollywood. I really do. I know. I know. But, um, I'm trying to see if I can find an etymology. Good gracious. They have a huge, huge article on the wiki. Well, then we have to make it a whole nother episode, which I would Ooh. like to do that. I think what we should do is we should pick the different fam. I think we should pick the families that have a lot of information, and I think we should do that. We could, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm good with that. Don't you think that's a good idea, Jules? <laughs> Don't bring her into this! <laughs> Our one fan. She, You're supposed to be a... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Be our, be our middle ground. <laughs> Alright. Um, so, the Lestrange... The name Lestrange echoes the free, the oh my gosh. Okay. The name Lestrange echoes the French phrase Lestrange. Yeah, I don't speak French. Alright, neither do I. <laughs> Barely I speak, speak English. I speak a little bit of Spanish when I can ask you where the bathroom is and the library is and that's about it. But um this phrase I know what toilet is. 
Yeah. In a door. And a and a tub is a Latina. Hmm. I can tell you what my shoe and my underwear are. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. So a strange. If you speak French, please tell me. I'm being ignorant and saying that completely wrong. Um. It literally means the strange one, referring to Bellatrix's mental disturbance. In old French, estrange means foreigner. The surname may allude to English journalist Roger Lestrange, who was known for opposing religious toleration and for being involved in plots against the government of William and Mary, similar to the Lestrange's intolerance about blood purity and the involvement in the Death Eaters organization. Here is where I eat my words and I literally start pronouncing it Lestrange. Boom! Da 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 da. Robin was right. Bite me, Robin. <laughs> I don't get that often. I don't get it a lot. And I gotta take them where I can get them. So this literally says, although it is pronounced Lestrange in the films, the Scholastic official website states that it is pronounced Lestrange. Yes! Yeah. I'll let you have it. Thank you. So, in the Fantastic Beast, The Crimes of Grindelwald, Albus Dumbledore referred to Corvus Lestrange as the last member of the Lestrange family. Though it is possible, he meant the French branch. Okay. You know, she said, I mean, I don't, I don't understand, because I'm sure she pronounces it Lestrange, I'm sure. Yeah. So why not, you're involved in the movies, why not go, excuse me, you're saying that incorrectly. Yeah. Just like Voldemort. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I don't know why. Um, excuse me, Joe, since you're sitting there in your nice little director's chair. Yeah. Um, how I pronounce this? Yeah. I mean, I don't get it. There was something else that annoyed me that I wish she would have spoke up about. Did you put your name in the top of the fire? Yeah, we're here. Yeah. yeah. Come on now. Yeah. Really? Yeah. All right. I know. Are we moving along? We are we're, moving along. Okay. So now we're on to Longbottom. Mm-hmm. Neville Longbottom was one of Harry, Ron, and Hermione's best friends and a fellow Gryffindor. He was raised by his grandmother, Augusta. Because. I know that name. That is a good name. Beautiful name. <clears throat> because his Auror parents had been badly tortured by the Lestranges. That they were confined to St. Mungo's Hospital for Magical Maladies and Industry. Inju- Injuries? Injuries. <laughs> wow. Longbottom killed Voldemort's snake Nagini during the Battle of Hogwarts. Heck yeah, he did, because he's a bad boy. Yeah. And you know what we mean. Yeah. Playing a major role in the downfall of the Dark Lord. He later became Hogwarts Herbology Professor and married Anna Abbott. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the Longbottoms are related to the Blacks and the Abbots, more distantly related to the Weasleys, the Crouches, and the Potters. The Longbottoms do not appear to hold any prejudice based on blood purity, although there are indications where they are considered more respectable than the Weasleys. For example, Caladora Black was not disowned by her family for marrying Harfang Longbottom, implying that he was not considered a blood traitor. The respectability may also stem from both Frank and Alice's popularity as accomplished aurorers. The last few generations of the Longbottom family, however, had strong connections to the Order of Phoenix and Dumbledore's army. This clearly opposed notions of blood supremacy as the organization fought on behalf of both Muggles and Muggle-born. Um... <coughs> They also, as well, have a long history. Um, etymology, Longbottom, in addition to being a compound word, means long valley. The name itself is considered quite humorous, but bottom is an old word for staying power. This seems, oh my god, she's a genius! <laughs> this accurately, this seems to accurately fit Neville's personality and overall devotion to Harry. I love Joe. I love Neville. I, I do really, too. I really, I really do enjoy him. I relate to Neville on another I level. I, I think a Neville. lot of people do. Yeah. I think a lot of people 
don't realize, you know, you, as a kid growing up, you go through your own struggles yep. and you don't see other people going through the same struggles. And, and in fact, they're probably going through the exact same struggles and you just can't connect because you're both struggling with the same thing. Yeah. And I think Neville gives voice to that. I think so, yeah. I think that's why, like, I see, I see a lot of myself in him because he was a very, like, awkward child. Yes. Um, like I was, like, I, I don't know, I had, like, two best friends in high school and, and that was it, like, I didn't branch out from that. <clears throat> and so, um, that kind of led to me being awkward around people. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, I relate to Neville a lot. Anything else? Oh, no. I'm like, yeah, there's one more. What are you talking about? Let's right. go. <laughs> okay, so the last um, name that we're going to cover in this episode um, is McMillan, and then we're going to finish finish up this episode, and then we'll do, then we're going to start with Malfoy for the next episode. So McMillan, which was Hufflepuff, he was a Hufflepuff and a supporter of Cedric Diggory in the Triwizard Tournament. Ernie McMillan fell out with Harry a number of times, but they remained good friends. So, the McMillan family is a... Where did it go? There it is. As of the 1990s, the family is comprised of nine consecutive generations of purebloods. Um, they're distantly, distantly related to the Black and Pruitt families. Um, let's see if we have an etymology. So, recent generations of the McMillans may be considered blood traders. Whoa. Sorry, my screen jumped. <laughs> um, so, may be considered blood traders since Ernie McMillan had friends of other blood statuses and fought against the Death Eaters. Uh, he was a member of Dumbledore's army. Dumbledore's army. Uh, they... Uh, etymology Macmillan is the surname of Scottish origin. Clan Macmillan is a Highland Scottish clan dating back to at least the 14th century. That's what I got for them. Okay. So on this day, and oh, we're doing that, right? We're yeah. Doing, okay. Yep. Um, so Helena Ravenclaw steals the diadem of Ravenclaw. Helena, the daughter of Hogwarts Snyder Rowena Ravenclaw, stole her mother's diadem and ran off to Albania. Her mother became deathly ill soon after and sent Helena's estranged fiancé, a baron, to find her and bring her back. And the first Triwizard Tournament task happened. Well, Nuggets, where did... Oh, yeah, I just completely skipped that. Sorry. <laughs> well, I was like, why is there so much more pink than normal? So, this episode will be released on November 24th, um, and that is the day of the first Triwizard uh, Tournament in 94. The not the first Triwizard Tournament. Task the Triwizard Tournament task. My bad. Right, the yeah. first task, task of the Triwizard that Harry was in. Yeah, when okay. Harry fought the dragon. Okay. Ooh, <laughs> I was like, that's Swedish. not the first because it was like a long time ago. Yeah. Was it in nineteen eighty four? Okay. Yep. All right. So be sure to join our Facebook podcast and wow, we have a Facebook podcast. Can you tell I'm getting tired? It's getting, this is the latest we've ever gone. It is, yes. And um, we have another one to go. We act like we're old people. It's six o'clock, just so you know. Like, we're not, it's not like midnight Girl, I went here. to bed last night at 7, I was so exhausted. I went to bed last night at 7.30. 3 a.m.? so exhausted. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm tired today. Yeah, I'm going to um, give you that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not as tired, but I'm getting there. Yeah. It's, yeah. But I am older than you are. Honestly, I'll probably be up again pretty late because I want to get more work done. I'll sleep through the week. I'll take a nap. It's all right. Okay. <laughs> all right. Um, so, yeah, join our Facebook page um, and our group, uh, Ridiculous Podcast. Uh, we are going to change the Facebook group. So, if you just search, like, Ridiculous. I think you should just do, I think we should just do, like, Ridiculous Pod Group. Okay. That's fine. We're going to do this pod group. And yeah. then you just kind of keep it. And then... Well, maybe let's just... We'll do... Uh, 
I'll come up with something. Okay. And you can put it in the, the show notes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. So check yeah. the show notes for our um, Facebook group. Yeah. Uh, we are on Twitter and Instagram at RidiculousPod. I am on Instagram at SamanthaGoddard03. And I'm on Instagram at RKBricky. And rate and review us on iTunes. We get super excited when we see that. So. And then next week we're going to finish up. Um, what are we doing? The Sacred 28. We're yes. going to finish those up next week. And then we're going to start on Dumbledore. Dumbledore may not be a two-parter. Yeah, Dumbledore is for sure a two-parter because I'm struggling because there's so much information. I haven't much even looked at it. I haven't even, even looked at it. It's very, very deep. I've been, um, I've been bouncing back and forth with it um, all this past week. I've just been reading everything. And um, I literally, the, the reason, because usually what I do is I read and then I write. Read and notes at the same time. Well, Dumbledore is so heavy and so much that I have just kind of stopped taking notes and just started reading. Reading? Yeah. yeah. And then I'm going to go back and yeah. pull. So. Uh, be sure to check out um, Swish and Flick. Um, thank you for listening. And we hope you come back for more Potter. We do not need magic to transform the world. We carry all the power we need inside ourselves already. J.K. Rowling.